You're listening to Nice Fumes. I'm Real Kazi. Hey everybody. This week we have another installment of Microsleep. This time it's Microsleep Side B by E.B. Kazi. And then after the music, I interview E.B. about what it was like making this piece. So stick around. But for now, here's Microsleep Side B.
So I have with me on FaceTime E.B. Causey, who made Microsleep Slide B, which we just heard, uh, and Microsleep Slide A, which was in episode three a couple weeks ago, and who is also my sister. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> so can you just talk a little bit about, um, I guess, just very broadly, like how this uh piece just like came about? I mean, this was a project for a class that I took called, well, it was just called Sound Art. Our entire class had a show in the Bennington Museum. In terms of the like content of the museum, it's generally, I think, more focused on sort of local history. They have a really large collection of Grandma Moses paintings um, and a lot of sort of like old Bennington pottery. So if you think of like sound art as being something that people think of as being maybe like hyper contemporary, it was like, I think an interesting contrast. I um, had planned on like installing a large fan in one of the rooms, um, which was a room full of artifacts from the area, things from churches and farms. Um, There's a lot of like old equipment and like handmade lace. So was the the fan to complement that equipment, basically, in addition to the piece? I think I had made something earlier in the term, which was a sort of industrial looking light. And I wanted to make something else that also seemed maybe utilitarian, but created its own sound. And my idea was that each of the fan blades would have um, some sort of like corrugated tube on it and that as the fan spun, it would make sort of this, you know, whirring sound like one of those toys. It yeah, it didn't work. Um, and so I, it was like a week out from like installing in this museum and I had been collecting for a long time cassette tapes. And so I made these sort of tape collages instead well with a uh, with side b in particular kind of the the sound you're describing and i can like totally picture uh kind of like swinging a tube around and, and the sound that makes like i feel like the kind of ghostly like humming noises and that are pretty similar to that sound yeah i think the thought was that like because um my first idea like had failed sort of horribly um i wanted to uh as closely kind of like get to why I had wanted the whirring sound in the first place. I think in some ways it, it, it felt more appropriate because, well, first of all, there's that sort of element of like collecting things that the room that it was in was sort of a collection of objects. So a bunch of different works uh, from the class got to play in the Bennington Museum, including your mm-hmm. work. Um, and so uh, everybody in the class, they knew that going into the project like they people were making work specifically with the intention of it being played in the museum right yes okay and for yours in particular uh you knew that it was going to play alongside the work i think it's called sleeping child which is a, a statue which is um on the cover art on the instagram yeah so sleeping children was made by a sculptor who I believe was originally born in Bennington, Vermont. But the original of the sculpture, which is a tomb marker, is in Greenmont Cemetery, which is a cemetery in Baltimore, which is 
where you and I are from. I've always really liked that statue. I wanted to put something right next to it, something that felt nostalgic, I think, but also mournful. So in making this, you're working with uh, a lot of old tapes and tape loops. Can you talk a little bit about the sounds that you were selecting and collaging for these uh, for these things and why you chose them and uh, also kind of how you made them distinct for the the two different pieces that we heard. Mm-hmm. Having originally had the idea of installing a fan there, I was looking for sounds that were, I guess, essentially like windy to me. So chimes, um, even like on side A, there's like some rain sounds. There's, I think, a certain kind of peacefulness that's not quite pleasant that I was trying to evoke. Are they literally intended to be cemetery sounds or is it a little bit kind of broader than that? I think side B is a, a bit of a, a dirge. Um, yeah. But it only became that way as I sort of selected things that I felt like went together. And then, of course, if you put something like that next to a tomb marker, it, it is very cemetery. As I was making it, I sort of added more and more kind of uh, like sacred music. And so it became very, very funeral. How did you physically, uh, I guess, make this? Yeah. So I had a big box of cassettes. Some of them I had already made into tape loops, which essentially what you want to do is look for like the tapes in Goodwill or like in a box of free stuff by the side of the road that have little screws in them so that you can unscrew them, unwind the tape, and then actually physically, you know, tape it into a loop, put the tape back together, and then it will it will play infinitely. I had a couple of those and I had recorded them back onto my computer. I also took samples that were just honestly like mp3 converted from like youtube videos most of the audio rips are on side a uh you know like relaxing nature sounds Mm -hmm. rain um a very standard rendition of um claire de lune which you slowed it way down though i slowed it down and it's also warped so the progression of notes is different Mm -hmm. I don't know, this this like feels a little silly, right? Because a lot of these decisions were not super calculated. I, I was really, really thinking about room fans and I was really thinking about a specific kind of um, quietness or listening to my partner practice piano. Um, mm-hmm. And it also, Claire de Lune also reminds you of the sound of a, a, a room fan. Yeah, it's, <laughs> um, it's, it's like furniture music, you know? Yeah. It's not so much the song itself as the sort of, um, like, immediate atmosphere, for me at least, of, like, practice and boredom. Like, there's something funny about the song because it's a song that you is hammered into you as, like, a piano player that you would have to 
hear a million times. It's kind of repetitive in the same way that like you were talking about machine noise. Mm -hmm. You know, both of these things now are making me think of Bioshock now. Like just the (laughs) the ambiences in that game, uh, which are kind of like simultaneously eerie and nostalgic and just like very kind of like bored and lonesome, but kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, there's just like something about uh machine noise and the old piano in that game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I feel like that's a sort of very specific sort of era of video games where like a lot of music that I liked in high school, I would search for it online and find out that it was part of the like fallout soundtrack how i mean how how often were you coming across like fallout songs frequently frequently because it was all sort of like um that soundtrack has a lot of uh like uh the ink spots on it you know that kind of nostalgia and then combined with this uh, like almost like you know this like post-apocalyptic i don't know what fallout is about no that makes sense as like a totally nostalgic kind of kitschy uh, mm-hmm. vibe that it's that it's it's got which i feel like was maybe similar to the to the wave that that bioshock was riding yeah totally um, i don't know i like that yeah i like it too <laughs> it's it's comforting mm-hmm. well I, I mean i think that it's very interesting for for me talking to you too because i feel like um obviously you and i are both doing stuff that fits into the boundaries of like this this show um mm-hmm. as being kind of ambient or soundscapey or something like that but I feel like the way that we think about stuff is really different like I took a lot of music lessons and I think that when I'm mm-hmm. making stuff I'm thinking about like traditional structures and like maybe try and do something to subvert expectations or draw something out or or kind of like fight back against that stuff and and on the other hand like you didn't really do very much of that at all and i feel like the way that you approach this is like from a non music theory perspective yeah i don't feel that i have a grounding in musical theory at all um and i don't know sometimes i wish i did i mean watching someone who has like a very firm grounding in in musical theory or like composition watching work on music is really a a wild experience if you don't know what they're doing yeah Uh, there have been times when I like wanted to make a song that felt structured and you know like have have no idea of of where to start and I you know I can't do that um but don't you feel like there's some kind of flip side to it as well where if you've been training a certain way for so long then it kind of limits the the direction in which you think or in which you take it when you're making something for the first time whereas you kind of are a little bit more open to just make whatever you want probably I mean that's sort of a a, like a old conversation in like many different art forms yeah yeah okay (laughs) well uh thank you so much for uh having your music on nice fumes um for being the first and second guest (laughs) and uh you should uh put some more things that you make on here 
sometime. Thank you. Thank you for, yeah, thank you for wanting my music on your show. It's <laughs> a funny way to put it. <laughs> I don't know. I will talk to you soon. And uh, okay. I love you. And bye-bye. I love you too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. There's been a lot of wonderful feedback, ratings, and reviews that you guys have left. Uh, it's just been incredible. Um, so I really appreciate it. If you haven't done that yet and you would like to, uh, definitely go ahead. Uh, it really means a lot and it really helps the show grow and get viewed. We have a few more guest artists coming up soon. They are not even related to me, believe it or not. So definitely stick around for that. Also, if you would like to make music for the show, or if you know somebody who you think would, or if you want to just talk about it, definitely get in touch. We're nicefumes.com or nicefumesshow at gmail.com. That's it for this week. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. <laughs>